Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. If your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. The Think Tank Podcast. And now, coming to you pre-recorded, deep undercover, in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Dave. Hello, good sir. Um, here we are doing another think tank. Yes, in we are the, here. And uh, the loveliest studio that is probably the warmest it's been in here in about uh, two months. The studio gets really cold when it's just me in here. Yeah. Like, and there's nobody in here, and it's been really cold because we're like underground. It's fucking cold. And. You're saying I'm full of hot air? You no, know, I'm saying like having a second body in here, that mm-hmm. body heat. Because I, I will turn on all the studio lights, even the ones on the other side of the room, right. just to try and warm it up in here. Like, I was in here editing for, like, ten hours the other day, and it was cold. Like, it never got warm. So, at about halfway through, I went and got the space heaters we used to hang from the the ceiling, and I hooked them up and put them on the floor, and it still maybe got about where it is right now, 73. That's With crazy. a space heater. That's crazy. And this is normally... One of the hottest rooms because mm-hmm. it's so it's closed in all the insulation and shit. Yeah. But anyways, 
That's not what the think tank's about. It just made me think about it. I looked down at the temperature. All right. So today, we'll see where it goes, but uh, I've got a handful of topics, so uh, we'll start with this one. Rockefeller Foundation sued for $1 billion for spreading syphilis. Wow. So, not a conspiracy anymore. They're literally being sued for... Uh, but not necessarily, I don't think anybody really knew that this happened. Well, I mean, there's pre- people that knew, but, you know, the fact that it's, like, coming out. So let me read this. Uh, it may well have been 70 years ago, but a story of a big medical company experimenting on the innocent in order to test out new drugs sounds like a story from today. In this case, it was syphilis in Guatemala in the 1940s. The drug was penicillin and involved the very powerful Rockefeller Foundation. Is this more early signs of the medical industry's somewhat unscrupulous behavior now surfacing? Generally speaking, when we see lawsuits filed and court cases active, we expect them to be for relatively recent issues fresh on people's minds and not something that occurred well over 70 years ago. That being said, the Rockefeller Foundation is currently facing a $1 billion lawsuit for a situation that occurred over seven decades ago. So I guess one thing right off the bat is, is there no... Um, statute limitations. Yeah, on something like Apparently that. Apparently not. When I mean, there is no statute on murder. Right. 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 You can be fucking gone after for murder, but this is like a. So this is like a. They did this testing on people that were unaware or something like that. I don't know. Let's keep reading. Uh, a Maryland federal judge allowed a lawsuit against the John Hopkins University, Bristol Myers Squibb Company, and the Rockefeller Foundation after a shocking discovery was made. These organizations helped the United States government conduct illegal experiments on unsuspecting citizens back in the 1940s that led to many undesirable and dangerous consequences. The intention was to stop the spread of sexually transmitted diseases, and the result was over 400 people getting sick. According to reports, the United States District Judge Theodore Chuang made a huge decision on January 4, 2019, by rejecting defendant arguments claiming that a recent Supreme Court decision shielded foreign corporations from lawsuits in the United States courts over human rights abuses abroad, and that it also applied to domestic corporations absent congressional authorization. Judge Chuang's decision is a clear victory for 444 victims and their relatives and loved ones suing over the questionable and harmful experiment. So what was the 1940 Rockefeller experiment, you ask? I do. The issue for which Rockefeller is being sued is quite substantial. The experiment apparently echoed the government's Tuskegee study. Do you know about that? I've heard of it, yes. Um, specifically on black American men who were later deliberately left untreated for syphilis, a sexually transmitted infection, despite the fact that penicillin had been discovered. The entire situation was kept completely secret for decades, all until a simple professor at West Wellesley College in Massachusetts discovered the glaring issue back in 2010. I think they made a movie about the Tuskegee yeah, men or something like yeah. that. I never saw it, but I think it, it kind of covered that um, incident. United States officials have apologized for the experiment with, with President Barack Obama having personally called the Guatemalan president to offer a formal apology, but there are many wrongs that still needed to be righted. According to Judge Chuang, lawsuits filed against the United States corporations under the federal alien tort statute were not categorically foreclosed by the Supreme Court decision on April 24th of 2018 in Jessner versus Arab Bank PLC covering foreign corporations. Judge Chuang said that the need for judicial caution was marked re- 
market, markedly reduced when United States corporations were were defendants since there was no real threat of diplomatic tension or objections from foreign governments. Additionally, Judge Chuang said that allowing the Guatemala case proceeds would promote harmony by allowing other foreign plaintiffs a chance to remedy situations in the United States courtrooms. According to the John Hopkins University, John Johns Hopkins, why is it Johns? I don't know. Or is Johns and Hopkins both last names? Because there's no apostrophe in Johns. I always thought it was John Hopkins. I always thought it says Johns Hopkins. Anyways, uh, Johns Hopkins expresses profoundly profound sympathy for individuals and families impacted by the deplorable 1940 syphilis study funded and conducted by the U.S. government in Guatemala. We respect the legal process and we will continue to vigorously defend the lawsuit. As for Rockefeller, a spokesman said that the lawsuit had no merit since the nonprofit did not know about design, fund, or manage the experiment and the Bristol-Myers spokesman, Brian Castelli, declined to comment whatsoever. Probably best just to be yeah. quiet about it. Uh, it should perhaps give any wrongfully treated citizens and non-citizens of the United States hope to see an experiment from well over 70 years ago addressed and re-examined in this way. Several Hopkins and Rockefeller Foundation doctors were directly involved with the 1940 experiment, helping to show that even powerful corporations of today aren't immune to the consequences of harm they've caused in the past. Hopefully the judicial system discovers the truth of the situation and is therefore able to bring about proper justice. Now one thing is most of the doctors that would have been doing this shit are probably dead. Dead, So now it's just the foundations may have to pay for something that happened years ago. But it also makes you wonder, all right, so how much more shit's gone on since then is my question. You know what I mean? Because if they're just figuring this shit out from 70 fucking years ago. What are they doing now that they're going to find out in 70 years? Or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, it, it's pretty It's pretty crazy when you see Rockefeller sued for $1 billion and infecting people with, like. 444 people claimed it. Yeah. That's I'm lot, sure yeah. there's more, too. But Yeah, I'm sure there's people that are dead. Yeah, that maybe their families just didn't know or. Right didn't make the connection because this would be a class action oh, yeah. so i wonder what would those people get if they fucking won this case 444 people each splitting a billion dollars if they got it great it's pretty crazy you'd be rich but it doesn't it doesn't fix the problem no did you figure it out <clears throat> no i didn't do oh, the math i was math. actually getting ready to look up the next um the next uh, thing here. Topic. Okay. Oh, my calculator goes to 100 million. 100 million each? No, I can only go to 100 million. I can only divide 100 oh, million. Oh, you can't do a... No, but I'll do 999,999. Yeah, yeah. That would be close divide enough. Divide by 444. That's uh, 2.2 million. Huh. Paid? That'd be pretty good. I'd be I'd be happy with that. Yeah, especially if you were like the you'd be like the grandkid mm-hmm. or whatever of the person that had that. Unfortunately, I'd be down for that. All right, so that's that topic. Why don't you go ahead and read the title of the next topic, Dave? Area Fifty Two is a bigger concern than Area Fifty One. 
Where the fuck is Area 52 at, motherfucker? Well, we're about to find out, aren't we? Sorry, I was making it. I think I've heard of Area 52 before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think you and I briefly mentioned it before. Have we? I think so. Have we covered this topic already? No, we might have talked about it off the air together. Okay, well, forget about Area 51, Dave. That's old news. A joke. The newer, hipper secret facility is Area 52. And Ancient Aliens has the scoop. Area 51 is so old and well-known that it's the butt of jokes on movies like Independence Day. People with dial-up know about Area 51. Virtually everyone knows of the secret facility. Secret in quotations. What if, however, as Ancient Aliens suggest, Area 51 were was just a cover-up for a bigger experimental extraterrestrial facility? To make the conspiracy even deeper, what if there were multiple Area 52 facilities? Is there a massive secondary covert operation being obscured by the now not-so-top-secret Area 51? Area 51 is confirmed. People who live near Area 51 have reported all sorts of oddities in extraterrestrial tech for decades. There's no denying something is going on there. Thanks to the Freedom of Information Act, the CIA declassified documents that that acknowledged Area 51 in 2013. Located in southern Nevada, this top-secret facility has been the location where revolutionary technology is developed. The military and government, however, have not provided much other than saying the facility is there. No word on the function of the facility. Which you're not going to because you're still using the facility to do what you do. Right. Out there. And I don't know if it's all, I don't think it's necessarily alien technology. I think they've, they're doing more so stuff for like top secret planes, spy planes, shit like that. But who knows? So Giorgio Sukalos went to meet with a former employee of Area 51 to get more information. According to T.D. Barnes, a radar and electronics employee for over four decades at Area 51, there is a considerable amount of evidence related to extraterrestrials. There is extensive reverse engineering of top-secret craft with everything from antimatter propulsion and warp drive on the agenda. At one point in the 1980s, they even developed an antiquated bunker-busting tech called Rods from God. All for intents and purposes, it was a secret space program. Well, now we have the uh, Space Force. Mm-hmm. Hiding decades of alien contact evidence, Area 51 may have outlived its purpose as a strategic military asset. If that's the case, is it just a decoy? Could be. Tunnels and trains in the Nevada desert. Sukalos took another trip to Rachel, Nevada in 2018. He met with a researcher and a lifelong mining expert. The miner said he's seen various shady activities and believes heap mining is being used at Tempute mine to hide massive amounts of dirt being removed during the creation of underground facilities. Furthermore, that may be just the tip of the underground iceberg. It's likely one of the many secret government facilities connected by underground high-speed trains, including the following locations. You ready? Everybody take notes. Get your pen and pencil out and some paper. Cheyenne Mountains in Colorado Springs. Dulce, New Mexico. Archuleta Peak is where UFOs have been sighted. Los Alamos, New Mexico. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Roswell, New Mexico. Air 51, Nevada. Okay. Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. On the doorstep of where Orville and Wilbur Wright defied reality, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base serves as one of the most high-tech locations in the military. Indeed, it may hold greater strategic importance than Area 51. Furthermore, there have been rumors of aliens at Wright-Pat for a long time and some underground as well. 
Going as far back as ni- the 1947 Roswell crash, the location has been involved with news of UFOs. Wright-Patterson was the home of the Foreign Technology Division, which conducted Project Sign and Project Blue Book. The most famous UFO and foreign technology program, Project Blue Book, tracked over 12,000 sightings. Most were categorized as high-altitude airplanes, but over 700 cases still remain. Additionally, a former employee named LTC Marion Magruder uh, worked at infamous Hangar 18 and saw quite a bit during his 38 years there. The first day he arrived in 1973, he was told there were aliens. Montauk Air Force Station. Decommissioned in 1981, the Montauk Air Force Station is widely believed to be a cover for an underground facility. Multiple whistleblowers say a secret facility under the base is still ongoing and the entry is far is from far away at the Brookhaven National Laboratories. Furthermore, the facility is notorious for experiments using otherworldly technology and human test subjects in what's commonly called the Montauk Project. Declassified documents reference something called MKUltra, a program run by the Army and CIA, to develop mind control and remote influence abilities. To that end, something called the Montauk Chair, harnessing ET technology and innate psychic abilities, was used to transform reality, to manifest thought into physical reality, telekinesis, remote viewing, teleportation. It's compared to the throne of Ta, I think the P is silent, who was the god before all other gods in Egyptian mythology. It's the Montauk chair the same as the throne of... Is the Montauk chair the same as the throne of Ta? Well, is it? Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. ATIP. Or AATIP. I think it's just called ATIP. ATIP, yeah. Uh, and Bigelow Aerospace has been discussed before, and it's compelling evidence. ATIP allows ex- exception to FOIA requests allowing the government to be even more covert. Combined with all the aforementioned, it paints a picture of massive government cover-up. There you have it. Ancient Aliens proposes a massive government cover-up of alien technology, and it's all being done under our feet. Do you believe there are secret facilities being observed or obscured by the attention given to Area 51? All the crazy and disturbing stuff that's gone down at Dugway, the government's secret Area 52. Have you heard of Dugway Proving Ground? No. I thought we had talked about it before, but I think that's where your whole, maybe you're thinking, you just didn't remember the name of it. Anyways, for decades, Roswell has been America's number one UFO conspiracy baiting attraction. However, a mysterious plot of land in Utah has started to attract much of the same kind of attention. Dugway Proving Ground is a monstrously big military facility, over 800,000 acres worth of ground, if you include the Utah Test and Training Range next door. It was fun- founded, I must have funded founded during the second world war for biological and chemical weapons experiments some of the details of which have only recently been released to the public the director of dugway's west desert test center ryan harris told fox 13 news in 2016 that throughout the history of dugway it has evolved to what we currently do which is defensive chemical biological and some radiological and explosive defense materials to ensure they meet warfighter specifications Despite this, this assurance, there's still a huge cloud of mystery hanging over Dugway, and this, coupled with numerous reports of UFO sighting around the facility, reports of testing biological warfare on soldiers, and the infamous Dugway sheep kill incident, have led to it being labeled as Area 52. Thousands of sheep died near Dugway in 1968. One of the most well-known creepy things connected to Dugway is the dead sheep incident. 
1968, testing for a chemical weapon called VX got out of hand. Considering the test was done in the air with planes spitting out drops of the nerve agent into the wind, the risks seemed obvious in retrospect. The dangerous chemical apparently got swept away amid strong gusts and blew into the nearby farmland in Skull Valley, which, with a name like that, seems tragically ironic. After a few days, between 4,000 and 6,000 sheep were dead. The military refused to accept blame for the incident, but still coughed up the money to compensate the angry farmers. Okay, you wouldn't do that if you weren't guilty. If you weren't guilty. I'm surprised that I understand why they refused to accept the blame, but why would you pay out regardless? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't you accepted blame by pain, <laughs> in a way. You know what I mean? Uh, they should have just not paid, but then they probably would have had a lawsuit and had to pay even more because it would have been found out that what they were actually guilty. You know what I mean? So it was easier to say, well, we're not accepting blame, but here's the money. It's hush money, right. basically. basically. Unseen records of Dugway experiments were released in 2016, including tests to make mosquitoes into weapons. In 2016, MuckRock.com founder Michael Morrissey received a gold mine of information from the military after filing freedom of information requests. Dating back to the 60s, the records detailed a lot of weird experiments worthy of several supervillain origin stories that the U.S. Army had been up to. A lot of far-out research, the James Bond-y sort of stuff that we see, Michael told Fox 13, a lot of that stuff has never been made public. Of all the strange testing that was going on in the name of both military offense and defense, entomological munitions was one of the most far-out. They loaded up mosquitoes, and what they said was... Mosquitoes with what they said was an inert disease, an inert bacteria, an inert virus, and actually released that on civilian populations in the United States, Michael explains. Was that kind of like the Zika virus and all yeah, that yeah. shit? I, West Nile? Yeah, it's it's crazy. If you go look at patents, every single virus has a patent. Yeah, it's fucked up. Which means they're all, man, they're all man-made. Mm-hmm. Which means most of the diseases people have are man-made. Yep. So how is there not a fucking, like, nonstop class action lawsuits just hammering, yeah, hammering them shit. all the time? You, you, it's crazy to me that this shit can still exist, that they can keep doing this. You shouldn't be able to create or patent a fucking virus. Because people don't believe it. People don't listen. So nonsensical. People that a fucking ounce of research, they'd yeah, no. be outraged all the time. But we have the fo- football and Super Bowl, so who cares? Yeah, yeah who cares? Humans were experimented on at Dugway. The records of freaky experiments carried out at Dugway that were released in 2016 as a result of freedom of information requests include detailed accounts of soldiers being used as human guinea pigs. That's one reason I don't think I'd ever get in the military. Because they're using them. They test a lot of shit. You have to get certain shots. You almost like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think I'd do it. Ain't got them too old now. For Steve Erickson of the Citizens Education Project, these revelations are worrying. Things have changed since then, but there is that long legacy of human experimentation as well as other questionable activities by the U.S. Army at Dugway Proving Ground, he told Fox 13. Dugway's West Desert Test Center, Director Ryan Harris, gave Fox 13 a tour of some of the non-secret work that goes on in Dugway these days to try and ease concerns. When it comes to chemical and biological materials, it's all defensive, he assured. There's no longer any offensive work anymore. An engineer claims his company, contracted by Dugway, have flying saucer technology. 
Don Phillips, an engineer for Lockheed, one of Dugway's biggest defense contractors, supports claims made by UFO investigators and Lockheed's former CEO, Dr. Ben Rich, that his company did indeed conduct experiments to do with flying saucer technology. The only thing I want to say about that before I continue is, like, these guys that have worked at these places for years, 30-something years or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, earlier in the article it said that so-and-so guy worked at whatever for 39 years, 38 years, and the first day he was there, he was told they had alien technology. Or their aliens they are real. aliens, yeah. Well, for one, why on your first day would they tell you that? And then I wonder, all right, if they did tell you that, don't you think that would be... Do you honestly believe what you just heard as to be true, or is that a diversion? You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, let's say... Let's take out, let's say the whole alien UFO thing is all bullshit. Okay. Like that one movie we watched. How they created this thing to try and distract you like a magician. Hey, look at my hand over here while this other hand's doing the actual flipping around or whatever. It's actually doing the trick. But you're not watching that. You're watching the, the girl spinning over here with the whatever. So you're distracted. What if that is exactly what it is? The distraction is, oh, there's UFOs and aliens. When all they're trying to hide is the fact that they're testing their own secret spy planes and, and drones and shit like that. You know right. what I mean? I don't know. It makes me wonder. It makes sense. Or, do they, is there actual aliens? Is there actual UFOs? And it is alien technology. And But then why tell them that? I, I don't know. It, to me, it's just because you, you're at risk of these people coming out and saying something. And... After so many years, you can only toe the line of, oh, it's just a crazy person, before people start to say, right. no, it's it's not, you can't have this many people say this. Or can you? Can you literally have hundreds of people that worked at these places over the years come out and say these things, and then the government just still says, oh, it's just a crazy person? Yeah, I think a lot of it's the disinformation. You know, like you said, it's. I think they've been telling us so long that there's not that we can't believe if they turn around and say right now, "Yep, there's aliens out there." If they came out, if President Trump I would came almost out tomorrow, not believe it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Because now they're just telling us what we want to hear, but they won't unless they can like fucking flat out show it to us. We still wouldn't believe. Yeah, we would think that like fake. if they had. If Trump comes out tomorrow and says, yep, aliens are real, and on display at every major city, I'm going to have an alien ship there for the next month, free to go look at, spend as much time as you want there, and, and you can see it yourself. We would not believe it. We would go look at it, but we wouldn't believe it. You and I wouldn't. I think there's people out there that would say, I knew it. He's finally disclosure yeah. and all this shit. But then you'd have those, I don't know, It's it's the water's been muddied so much yeah. that it it really makes you wonder, like, what the fuck is true? Right. You know? All right. I don't know. Let's keep reading. He says, scientists were aided by the remains of a crashed craft from Roswell. These UFOs were huge, and they would just come to a stop and do a 60-degree, 45-degree, 10-degree turn, then immediately reverse this action. That would be pretty crazy to see. Yeah. Uh, A man went missing without a trace near Dugway in 2011. On May 8, 2011, a local man named Joseph Bushling was driving away from Dugway at 4 a.m., something that, according to his friend, to a friend of his, 
wasn't too unusual. This time, however, Joseph never returned home. On the day of his disappearance, he left a strange voicemail for Herman Herrera, a former lieutenant of special operations. It's Bushling. Um, I need a ride. All right, talk to you later. Herman said he called again after that, and Joseph sounded frantic. His car was found empty about 65 miles away from the main entrance to Dugway a week later. His hat and shoes were also found nearby, but there is no sign of a body. There was no evidence of assault or that he had killed himself. It was unusual on many fronts. Tool, I think it's Tool. Yeah. Spelled weird, though. Tool County Sheriff Frank Park told Fox 13, Usually you can go, you can work back. Once you find the victim, you can work backward, and then you can get some really solid answers. We never had a victim. We never had a subject, and we have no idea why we couldn't find him. Locals claim to have seen UFOs and planes disappearing into thin air around Dugway. Where is Dugway? Utah. Utah, okay. Um, where there's secret military operations, tight security, and bizarre experiments going on, UFO sightings are always sure to follow. In the History Channel's UFO Hunters episode on Area 52, residents from Utah were interviewed about what they'd seen around the vast and shady military base on their desert doorstep. A man known as Alien Dave... Is that you? Not me. <laughs> Claimed to have seen a plane disappear from the sky, discovered an underground fort in the side of one of the surrounding mountains, and even seen an electromagnetic beam blasted into space from the facility. That's weird. I, I wish they had pictures of something like that. A former police officer from a nearby reservation, a job title that carries a little more weight than Dave's nickname, goes even further, suggesting that actual flying saucers have been hovering in the desert and could move quicker than any plane from Earth. The CEO of Dugway Defense Contractor claimed he'd been working secretly on technology to take E.T. home. Much like Area 51, Area 52 is a magnet for UFO enthusiasts looking for evidence that the U.S. government secretly obtained and has been experimenting with alien technology for years. One of the biggest revelations they point to are confessions from Dr. Ben Rich, the former CEO of one of Dugway's biggest defense contractors. Respected ufologist Stephen Greer claims that Dr. Rich admitted that he'd been part of the secret military projects for years to develop anti-gravity technology that could power spacecrafts capable of taking E.T. home. We already have the means to travel among the stars, but these technologies are locked up in black projects, and it would take an act of God to ever get them out to benefit humanity, Dr. Rich explained. Anything you can imagine, we already know how to do. It's almost impossible to get into. As a highly secured military facility, it's not that surprising that tourists can't just waltz straight through the front door of Dugway and start taking selfies with scientists mm-hmm. mid-chemical uh, mid weapons testing. That being said, when journalist Arvid Keeson decided to investigate just how hard it would be to gain access to the facility, his experience was eye-opening. We entered the gates by showing my Utah State Legislature press credentials but we were told we still must check in with security to gain permission for a tour. While we were waiting to speak to Dugway's PR director, we watched a group of men wearing bulletproof vests with handguns enter Dugway in their fort excursions. They appeared to be Army Special Forces. One man told me he was there for an anti-terrorist training. After a 30-minute wait, I was denied access because I had an unpaid ticket on my driving record. My colleague was denied because he wasn't an American citizen. After being escorted out by police, I began to wonder, what is really going on here? That's yeah, pretty weird. Well, you have an unpaid yeah. poli- uh, unpaid uh, ticket 
you can't come in. It's almost like they'll find something. You know what I, I mean? I get the not being an American citizen, not letting yeah. them in, but a fucking speeding ticket or some bullshit? Come on, seriously? Yeah. Uh, who, who doesn't have a fucking speeding right. Well, maybe not an unpaid one, but... Uh, much like Roswell, Dugway's border is also patrolled constantly by guards who will stop anyone that comes too close to the facility from each of the surrounding mountains. Talk about paranoid. A whole section of it is left off of publicly accessible material. Dugway Proving Ground is so big, Rhode Island would have no problem relocating to it with room for more. Like most other similar facilities, it is also a place military personnel call home with the northern area made up mainly of houses, schools, and places to eat and exercise. Detailed maps of these residential districts can be found on Dugway's website. Interesting. Why would they put that out there? Right. Uh, but as some journalists and ufologists have pointed out, much of the southern area, which the Air Force expanded in 2004, is curiously missing from the website. The section contains a runway thought to be big enough for a spaceship to land on, and security around it has considerably tightened up since then. There has been money disappearing mysteriously from the government's defense budget for years. In his documentary, The Serious Project, leading ufologist Stephen Greer puts forward his evidence that trillions of dollars has been siphoned out into a shadow government from the main government's budget for years operating beyond the jurisdiction of the Department of Defense and even the president. He claims that just before 9-11, three trillion, a quarter of the military's budget, went missing from the military's defense funds. Greer says that this irregularity has been going on since the Second World War when it would have been channeled into funding secret operations like the Manhattan Project. Nowadays, the money could be going towards the ET research at Dugway instead. So there's that mouthful of article. So what do you think? I think it's possible. So there's the, uh, whatchamacallit here. So, I drove this highway here that you see in this picture, Dave. Mm -hmm. And the, the see the Wendover Range. If if we could actually pull this like map up, uh, we stopped in Wendover. That's a town, but it's like it was right. Uh, I don't know. I wish I had a better picture. So I was pretty close to it when I drove yeah. through here because we drove through Salt Lake. So it really wasn't that far away, but it's interesting. I kind of like to go out there and walk around. Right. I'd also like to do that Area 51 and see them, them camo dudes and shit like that. Um, so, yeah. That's Ooh. Area 52. Let's see what else we got here. There's this. Excuse my break here. It's all good. Who's that guy? All right. Let me make sure I got the right uh, thing here. Okay. <clears throat> Our next thing. Do you want to read the title while I make a note? Yeah. Unexplained Disappearance of Kenny Veach and Mysterious M-Cave in the Nevada Desert. 
Ooh. What the hell's the M cave? Oh, we're about to fucking find out, aren't we? Whoa, language, bro. Talking about the appearance, disappearance of some dude. You can't say fucking. Kenny Veach. All right. <clears throat> it's not unusual that people disappear, but the vanishing of Kenny Veach is truly bizarre. We like bizarre Mr. Pigsville things. Um, well, that tool. He kind of looks like a tool. <laughs> Dave, that's a picture of a hammer. That's not him. Oh. <laughs> Idiot. Just kidding. You think right. he looks like a tool? Be red. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, right. There are several strange aspects about his case, and it's impossible to say what really happened. What did Kenny see and feel when he entered the mysterious cave in the Nevada desert? According to himself, he said shortly before he vanished, there were some supernatural forces in the cave. There are many questions and, once again, few answers. The disappearance of the 47-year-old Kenny Beach remains unexplained. Kenny, who loved hiking, disappeared on Monday, November 10th, 2014. He told his family that he was going on a short overnight trip into the Sheep Mountains in Nevada. One month earlier, he had discovered a very strange cave in the Mojave Desert. He said the cave evoked a strange, possibly supernatural occurrence within him, and he wanted to explore it. Kenny wanted to show the world the unusual cave he had discovered, but he did not return home from his trip, and he was never seen again. Before his disappearance, Kenny commented on a YouTube video claiming to have found a cave around Nellis Air Force Base, which is Area 51, in southern Nevada. Kenny was a brave explorer, and he entered every cave he came across, but this particular cave frightened him. On YouTube, he wrote, I am a long-distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out by Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find, but as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was one of one of the strangest things that ever happened to me. Kenny said that he would return to the cave bringing a camera and weapon with him. Kenny made a video showing him looking for the cave. He posted it on YouTube but the desert is large and it's impossible to locate the cave based on this video. What happened next is a mystery. All we know is that Kenny returned to the site a month later to find the cave and he was never seen or heard from again. We can only speculate about what happened to him. Many people have disappeared in the desert, even experienced hikers. But what makes his case unusual is the mysterious M cave that he was so frightened to enter due to unexplained vibration. Was something extraordinary hidden in the cave? Was the cave much larger than he expected? Did he perhaps get lost, unable to find his way back to the surface? Kenny Veach's Did you dis- watch that video? Huh? Did you watch that video? Yeah. I'm going to talk about it. All right. uh, Kenny Veach's disappearance reminds of a true X-File featuring all unusual paranormal aspects and perhaps even military secrets. No one really knows what happened to him, and there are even those who question if he really vanished. Was it all a hoax? Did he exist in real life, or was he just a work of, or was it just a work of fiction? Witness and his family are still witnesses, and, and his family are still searching for him. God, this is frustrating when people don't know how to type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like adjust how I'm reading it right. so it sounds logical because if I read it exactly how it's typed, it I sound like an idiot. Um. Even this sentence. Why are they no updates about his appearance? Mm-hmm. 
disappearance. Why are there no updates? Okay. The only thing we do know is that a search party was formed by Nevada rescue volunteers. They found Veach's cell phone near an abandoned mine shaft a week later after his disappearance. But there were no traces of Kenny himself. No body, clothes, or other belongings have ever been found. The dangerous cave has not been located, and Kenny seems to have vanished into thin air. Okay, so they have a video of when he went out and... Um, Looked at it? No, looking for it again. Okay. Because in the video, it's I think the video is like 24 minutes long, something like that. He He's at this mine shaft where they found his cell phone. So the video starts with him there. He's kind of talking about it. He kind of shows around the area, whatever. And um, and then he, like, it's basically him going on this hike. So every, like, every little bit he turns the camera on and talks about, you know, whatever right. here. And then he's getting to this this one point where he says, now it was, the cave was somewhere over in this area, and we're going to, so he's, he's looking for it in this video. He doesn't find it in the video. Okay. But, um, you know, he ends up making it back to his car and whatever. But then when he went out again, to look for it again, then he never came back. Good. So that's the strange thing. Then they found his cell phone at that mine shaft where he had already been before because you'd seen it on the video. Right. The problem is you don't see this M cave, and you can tell by in the video he's he seems knowledgeable. He he knows what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? He's mm. a survivalist hiker. Uh, it's 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 a weird thing. Um. But with that whole thing, the Dugway thing, the missing right. people there, this guy missing, I wonder if all this shit's, like, um, connected in a way. I don't know if this is something you'd want to... We can watch a couple bits of it. 21-minute video. I thought it was 24. So there's the mine shaft that they found his cell phone at. Well, here I am on my hike... Up here in the mountains north of It's got a gun. Las Ooh. Vegas. There's a weapon. This is the uh this is a canyon I just walked up in. Now you can't tell, but my truck is way out there by the mount mountains at the very, very end of this valley. It's kinda like a big canyon. Uh on the other side of these mountains, I'll show you in a second, are the uh is the bombing range, the Nellis Air Force bombing range. Um they do a lot of practice stuff out there. This is an old mine. And there's a hole here that just goes way down. I'll show you that. And then uh, the last time I came up here, I hiked up to the top of uh, what they call Gas Peak, and I spent the night. Um, it was a two-day hike, and then I hiked all the way down to another valley over here and went past this mountain range you see on my right, all the way back out to the flat desert. Now, the camera doesn't pick this up very well, but it's a long way. And... Uh, I just romp around out here, do some soul hikes, and have some fun. My mission today is to uh, just do a one-day hike. It's about a 10-hour hike. Um, i got to still go over another ridge and then go all the way down uh, a big crevice. It's real narrow and gets kind of scary. Uh, and uh, I'm looking for a cave that I, I found, and I didn't, have a, I didn't have a sidearm when I was here before. And something about that cave just spooked me out of all the caves I've ever gone in. This one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go in there right now, but I'm coming back someday. 
and I talked to some people on YouTube, and I told them, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they, they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything to it, but it, it might be interesting. Uh, if I can find it, i got to relocate it, and this is a big mountain range I'm in, and uh, I'm not, I'm on foot, you know, my truck's way out there, there's no roads, there's no trails, it's a pretty rough terrain, so uh, hopefully I'll find it, it's shaped like a big M, it's a big cave that looks just like a gigantic M, and it's about as tall as I am, and kind of narrow, and uh, it's stuck on the side of a mountain, uh, so I hope I can find it again, and if, if I do, I'm, I'm going in there, I'm going to put on my light and take my gun out and walk in there see if I find anything we'll see um, I'm gonna take the camera and show you how deep this hole is and kind of show you around um, real quick so here we go so I'll fast forward about eight minutes in I'm picking them up and eating them man he finds these nuts there's about dirt if you're dying grab these things man they're free they're delicious. This is a treat. And they're really big. Look at the size of those babies, man. They look like they're, beans. They're great. Mm. Crack Even the nut is sweet. Eat that shit. Yeah. So it's like, he's kind of like a, one of them survivalist mm. yeah, guys. That goes, mm. so, so I mean, he seems like he knows what the oh, fuck he's I'm doing. I'm around. I don't like taking them from this because you get the sap all over your hands and it's sticky like crazy. But, look at that here somewhere what, this, this is going to get real narrow way down here when I finally get up to that mountain so that's down like there, an old creek bed that he's in right now which is uh, it's a good distance away um, when I get to that mountain I should be in the narrow part of the canyon it gets so narrow you can almost put your hands on either side of it on the walls on the canyon walls and uh, so I do all of this solo you know, and it's, it's, it gets, it's kind of dangerous, and I try to pretend like I don't have any supplies, you know, I bring water, and I bring something to eat, but I haven't eaten anything since I started this hike, and I've only had two small gulps of water, you so I kind of try to pretend that I'm running out, or yeah. I don't have but he's it, about the just food so he I brought. can see how far I can actually go before I feel like I'm in trouble. That way, if I ever... Caves like that, you know... A little bit. Doing, I'm not going up there. There's caves. There's actually caves all over the place up here. It's kind of a. It's a really cool place. If you want, if you want to come spelunking, this is the place to come spelunking, man. You want to go spelunking with me, Dave? Yeah. What is? I wish I lived out here. I would totally I know, do this shit. Too. Canyons I would, I what I would to pass three canyons right, already. I'm gonna pause it for a second. Like after watching this video, so he's trying to retrace his steps that he went when he originally found the M cave. Mm -hmm. He didn't find it in this this one, but he went out again to do it to keep right. looking for it. I would like to re like rewatch this. Now the problem is he turns off the camera. And moves mm -hmm. however far and then turns it back on and when he sees something they wants to talk about or whatever. So you don't know the exact path that he went, even for this video. But if you had gone out, you go out there and you like start to familiarize yourself with that area, you might be able to find the damn thing wherever he went. You know what I mean? Um, I'd be kind of curious to go see whatever this cave is. And at one point he finds a, a sheep up on the oh, yeah. 
the mountainside, which is why it's called Sheep Mountain or whatever the fuck it was. But then, uh, I mean, I thought for sure I was just going to be able to find it. Um, I remember it being fairly easy. Uh, who knows? But I am at the mouth of the canyon. There, I'm just now coming out. And now I have to take a big left-hand turn and walk all the way back to my truck, which is a long, hard trip because I've got a lot of up and down to do. And that's it. Then I'll he talk finds to you a turtle. Back to my truck. And then that's how the video ends. Um, but I don't know. I, I, it makes you wonder, like... I'm sure people could just get lost out there. He could have got eaten by a fucking mountain lion. Or he, he went back out and found this cave and got lost in it. Yeah, Who knows what it is? The cave, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, that shit's interesting to me, though. That was a while ago, too. Six years ago? No, yeah. Five years ago. Uh, yeah, when he disappeared. Um, hmm. I know people like the disappearance shit when we I do, do too. episodes. Yeah. I do, too. It's interesting. There leaves a lot to like wonder you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and then one more thing specifically for this episode Here. oops all right i think this one's gonna be on the tube i like tubes No bullshit ads like this one. Well, I like the ones where they want you to take a poll. When Donald Trump announced that the uh, United States military would be leaving Syria, a lot of different questions came up. We were wondering, well, why right now? Why now as opposed to at any other time? Uh, What happens to the Kurds? Because if the U.S. uh, military bails on Syria, even if we want them out, that is going to open up the Kurds to uh, significant abuse from Turkey. Um, What will Turkey do geopolitically as a result of this? How does Saudi Arabia play into this entire story? And how does the Jamal Khashoggi killing, Jamal Khashoggi killing, potentially relate to this? Are we even really leaving? Because you'll remember after Donald Trump said that American troops are leaving Syria, we heard from National Security Advisor John Bolton, oh, yeah, no, I mean, yes, we might leave at some point, but only when this whole list of things happens, including the defeat of ISIS, with Trump said, which Trump said did happen and Mike Pence said did happen, but John Bolton uh, said did not quite yet happen. So all of these scenarios combined with the sort of haphazard nature of Donald Trump saying we were leaving the resignation of Defense Secretary Jim Mattis, it all was a cluster F. I think you all know what I'm talking about. At the same time, I've been seeing on cable news Eric Prince appear and make the case that U.S. military should be replaced with mercenaries in Syria. Now, why is this relevant? Well, for a few reasons. Eric Prince, if you don't know who he is, he is, number one, the founder of that paramilitary mercenary firm that used to be known as Blackwater. He also happens to be the brother of Donald Trump's Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. And 
he is also an increasingly notable talking head on cable news talking about Syria. And it just so happens that Eric Prince, who reportedly has a net worth of more than $2 billion by uh, selling private war around the world, it just so happens he has a solution to both get American soldiers out of Syria, which he thinks is a good idea, and to keep the Kurds safe, and to keep fighting ISIS, which is that his mercenaries can go in. It's the perfect plan, right? He has been uh, more and more of a presence on television. I saw him on CNN about a week ago with Aaron Burnett. He appeared on Fox Business where he straight up said, send in Academy with an I. That is the renamed former Blackwater, which I think had an intermediate renaming as well, something with an X like uh, uh, Z oh, Services, there, there was, it went from G Service, yeah, XE, that's exactly it. Um, he said, if there is not some kind of robust capability to defend from a ground invasion from the very conventional power that the Iranians and the Syrians have, our allies there will be smashed. And his solution is privatize the war, send in the paramilitary mercenary types. And this has been his solution for how many decades at this point, Pat? So this is sketchy not only because he's Betsy DeVos's brother, uh, it's sketchy because he's been wrapped up in uh, attempts to create that back channel between Kushner and the Russians via a meeting in the Seychelles. You might remember Eric Prince's name coming up there. And all of a sudden now, Eric Prince reappears saying, I've got a perfect solution to get us out of Syria. Well, he has all the right ins, being uh, Betsy DeVos's brother, and he's making the rounds on cable news. So that's some great auditioning there. The problem with this, of course, is that there's very little oversight. I mean, Blackwater can get away with things that maybe the military can't get away with. And this is probably going to be the new paradigm. If we pull out our troops from Syria, someone else is going to take their place, unfortunately. And that's what he's pushing for. So, uh, yeah. There are two stories here, as Pat is pointing out. One is this guy in particular has been horrible for a very long time. And now we can sort of explain Donald Trump's haphazard Syria decision, potentially, right? This is all hypothetical, uh, to quote Rudy Giuliani. We could hypothetically explain it by saying, well, part of Trump specifically choosing now as the time to do this is that it is a coordinated way to hand cash over to his education secretary's brother, Betsy DeVos's brother, Eric Prince. That's one story. But this isn't just Trump. I mean, Trump might be particularly corrupt and cronyistic in this particular example, but this is the military industrial complex, right? Decade after decade, these organizations, Blackwater, XE, and now Academy, the same organization, this is why many around the world consider us to be the bad guys, to use a really unsophisticated term. And Eric Smith, uh, Eric Prince is one of the head guys that makes the world see us that way. And again, $2 billion selling private warfare around the world. And this is actually a recipe for never leaving Syria. Okay, that's the most important thing to understand. Trump claims the priority is we're getting out of Syria, period. Doesn't matter what happens, and we can debate whether that makes sense. Getting out in order to send in Academy and start paying the mercenaries to be there, that is a recipe for them being there for 15 or 20 years in some capacity, continuing to make Eric Prince an even bigger billionaire than he already is. How relevant do you think Eric Prince 
and his presence advocating for this and his connection to Trump's cabinet is to Donald Trump's haphazard decision to get out of Syria. Let me know. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at david.pack. So they're going to what do you think about that? It, he he name dropped a lot, so I kind of lost some of it. But so Blackwater is now called what? X E G or or no, it's Academy with an I. I don't know. It's got like here's the thing. They for I think PR reasons they changed the name a bunch of times because they were getting such a bad rap mm-hmm. coming out of like right after. 9-11, they were kind of sent... Well, right. the military went over, then they sent them over and all this. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple of things here. I think, like, I still like to call it Blackwater, because that's yeah. what it's best known as. Yeah. They're, so Trump has Secret Service, but he also has private security mm-hmm. with him, and they're Blackwater guys. Um, I don't think that's too secret anymore. Right. I think that's kind of out there now, but... Um, and he wants to bring our military home, like from these, because it, you know, every, how many of these presidents like Obama, oh, we're, we're going to bring the troops home. Right, and then he right. sent more. Right. Well, everything Trump's saying he's going to do, <clears throat> he's done. He's, he's doing, or, you know, really trying hard to do like, mm-hmm. and he's not just saying it and then. Well, let's hope nobody fucking remembers that. You know what I mean? Like most presidents. So we've been fighting this war on terror, and I put that in air quotes, for, what, 17 years since 9-11? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, really, what the fuck else can you do? I mean, there's always going to be terrorists. It's a never-ending war, basically. Right, right. So the this is what I see them doing here. They're, he He wants to pull the troops out. So, uh, declare victory and pull the troops out of these countries so we're no longer occupying them. Mm-hmm. It gives the optics of, you know, we're out of these countries now. We're not being their police force. We're not, right. we're out of these countries. We've won the war. We're leaving now. And then uh, you can send in a private military, such as Blackwater. Send them in to continue doing what the military right. was doing, but you don't have to announce it because it's a private thing. Right, and it's, it's not a military. It's and it can be done through a, a different kind a of private a budget. Yeah. You don't have to report it as whatever, and we can still maintain order over there. Mm-hmm. But you're you're paying the guys more. They're you know they have more ability, less channels they have to deal with. Uh, there's no politics really involved here, even though there is. Right. But it it makes things in a way a lot easier. But they 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 have such a bad rep because there were all these incidents of them just supposedly randomly killing all these fucking Afghani people and all this shit over there. So I think this is a way to like get it done, but yet also get it done. Like right. you bring your troops home, but you send private contractors over there. You continue to maintain the peace of. The insanity that is mm-hmm. the fucking Middle East and all that shit, and it optically it looks good. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, this guy's kind of shitting on it, but I mean, I guess it depends on the perspective you're coming from. If you're coming from, uh, they're saying if you basically the Democrats saying if you if you bring all the troops home, 
you're you're destabilizing the order that has been kind of like right. instilled instilled yeah. there, and it's just going to be chaos. But what they're not really saying is that you send over these private contractors; they'll maintain the order. It's just our military does not look like we're there now, mm-hmm. optically. Yeah, and it's then too, privately being Blackwater handled. can pretty much do whatever they want. Well, within reason, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we, as our military, can't just start going killing people right. and taking over. The army can't Blackwater go in can. and just start shooting shit. Right. Uh, Blackwater where, can. Where Blackwater can. I mean, you're still up against um, laws and whatnot, but they kind of got a free pass. In a way, they can say, "Well, I mean." As contractors with diplomatic immunity, we're over here, um, and and they they came at us. So uh, per rules, they're coming at us, threatening right. us. We it's kind of like cops here. If a cop feels threatened, he can shoot. Mm-hmm. Well, not many cops are losing those cases. You know what I mean? You'd have to. You almost have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that that person did not threaten that cop in any way, and he was just wanted to shoot somebody right it's hard to fucking prove right well they kind of have the same they have that kind of like you you really got to prove it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and if an incident like that happens they extract them guys and send different ones over there and then those countries aren't prosecute can't prosecute because they don't even know the fuck those guys were right and blackwater denies the whole thing yeah it's shitty but that's it makes you i don't know i'm kind of for it but yet i understand why people are against it right no i get it so and i think the other thing is once he brings the troops back the Democrats know they're all going to go right to the fucking border. Mm-hmm. And the troops are going to be building the wall. Because what's going to ultimately happen there is he's probably going to declare the national emergency. The military is going to build the wall. And the Democrats can't do shit about it. You know what I mean? Right. So you bring the troops back and have them build the fucking wall. It'll be done in three weeks the, yeah. because they're going to work around the clock. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have all these people in the military. We're still going to get paid. But instead of occupying all these other countries, they'll just do that privately. I don't know. I, I'm kind of for it, and I understand people are against it. Yeah, so I, I, I can't really sides of it. can't really argue with it. Um, I went a little quicker than I thought. So here's the next one. I can keep pulling these. I got all kinds of shit. It's just how much I can fit into one show. George Soros. Now this is alleged. You know who George Soros is, right? Um, George Soros arrested. Obama believed charged with treason. So you've heard about the those. Ships in Guantanamo Bay and all that. Yeah, we we looked at that. Okay. Mm -hmm. This kind of goes hand in hand with this whole, uh, like, secret uh, fighting the deep state that's going on that's not national news. Right. Okay. So get your mind in that realm of things because you're not going to see something like this on CNN. Oh, hell no, you're not. Um. So, George Soros was said arrested in Switzerland, and I won't read the time, uh, on February 3rd, 2019. Evidently, members of what was known as the Alliance stormed his retreat at St. Margrethenburg, Switzerland, based on a tip from a local police, or from local police. The Alliance was a military force working under orders of the Pentagon, Gitmo military tribunal judges, and in conjunction with legal entities across the globe. Soros has been suspected to illegally influence U.S. elections over the years 
was thought behind thousands of immigrants forcing their way across the U.S. border, as organizations were believed to own and control software used in state voting machines, and even worse, the multi-billionaire was known to be a leader in the Vatican's Ninth Circle Satanic Cult. He was new. Yeah, he was, we could probably look into that. He was thought behind regularly scheduled satanic child sacrifice rites and human hunting parties organized under the Vatican and involving children and kidnapped teens across the globe, according to Kevin Annette of ITCCS. I'm not sure what that, what is the ITCCS? That's his company. Yeah, but I wonder what it stands for. Hang on a second. I want to look it up. org right yeah no maybe it was dot com no it was dot org was it itccs dot org i put it in it's apparently not a page anymore hmm. okay let's google it i just want to know what it stands for International Tribunal into Crimes of Church and State. That makes sense. ITCCS. So basically taking out the word into, of, and and. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Evidently, the alliance had enough evidence supplied by former U.S. President Barack Obama and other informants at Gitmo to arrest Soros. Obama was believed to have been incarcerated at Gitmo for at least a month, exposing crimes of upper echelons of the deep state to save his own skin. Obama was thought to have been charged with high treason for multiple crimes, including Uranium One and the Benghazi Massacre. Believed to be in poor health, Soros was reported to have been prevented from committing suicide with a cyanide pill prior to capture. Presently, he was thought to be under interrogation at a bunker bunker near Gasternal, Switzerland. Christian Adams, a former DOJ attorney under the Obama administration, who was now president of Public Interest Legal Foundation once told Fox News that Soros and had Obama's Department of Justice at his beck and call. Soros's organizations in the U.S. were instrumental in shaping DOJ policy under the Obama administration. Adams said, noting allegations that Soros was involved in police procedures and voter ID rules across the nation. Americans do not understand the extent of, to which Soros feels this anti-constitutional, anti-American agenda. As far as Soros's involvement in the international child exploitation ring run by the Vatican, back on August 16, 2014, human sacrifices of two children on a blood-stained altar was interrupted by police and an ITCCS team in an upscale neighborhood in Outremont, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. The satanic rite was believed organized by George Soros and executives of Sinclair Oil and Cargill Corporation. Children were said to be held at McGill University, site of CIA's 1940s to 1960s MK ultra tortuous experiments on children. It has a link to a cult arrested with caged abused babies and body parts released without charges. It's fucked up. Uh, a few years ago, in just one ITCCS raid on the Soros slash Vatican Ninth Circle, they found sexually abused, beaten, and starved babies and children all below age six in small padlocked cages among frozen body parts of prior victims. Raids wow. by ITCCS team and local police had also disrupted Satanic Ninth Circle child sacrifice rites at Catholic facilities in, what is that, Zwolle, Holland, mm-hmm. Dijon, France, and Lucerne, Switzerland. 
Documents found at Soros's retreat revealed the locations of Cabal underground revealed the locations of Cabal underground bases from Ireland to Croatia, as well as a new type of CERN quantum machine. Alliance sources revealed that this was their technology stolen back in 2007. So, I don't know how true that is, but that's also uh, one of those things, like, it could be complete bullshit. Everything I just read, all bullshit. Right. Or, this is the shit that's going on underneath, you know, I, here's the thing, these military tribunals, they're not going to put this on TV. It's not... Yeah, it's not going to be on C-SPAN or nothing. You know what I mean? It's it's. So, I don't know, it, it's hard to say, because if those things actually exist, the tribunals and all this shit... It it's got to be done in a in a way because uh, where it's kind of secret, you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because of what they're discussing, as if you just and there's going to be it's somebody's always going to leak something out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of in the realm of that, uh, and this is probably the one and only time we'll talk about it when I got contacted by that random phone number yeah. left that voicemail we were going to do an episode on this but then it never happened uh, i'll briefly talk about it and then we'll we'll end the episode but uh ha- i got contacted by this guy I left a voicemail um kind of a weird voice a little bit talking about um how it was disgusting and you know whatever and I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? It happened in the middle of the night. Like, I got this, or real early in the morning. Or, no, it was late at night. I can't remember. Whatever. It was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, I think. Yeah. And uh, so I sent, a like, a text back to this phone number because I, I kind of figured out what what I thought they were talking about in the message. And it was about that, that weird tape that I think we've talked about right. before. The, On the dark uh, web. Yeah, with Hillary and Huma Abedin mm-hmm. uh, basically uh, cutting up a, a kid and then, like, eating the kid or something like that. Yeah. Here, I can briefly. Uh, it's called Frazzle, Frazzle Drip or something like that. Um, let's see if we can find... I'm sure everything that we look about look up about this is going to say it's all bullshit. Right. But I wonder if it's actually bullshit or if it's true. It's okay. Um, I don't think that. What the fuck is this? Is this even talking about it? It doesn't look like it. it doesn't look like it, but you're scrolling real fast. Right here. Um, conspiracy theory behind Frazzle Drip is this. As explained on the what they say is a fake news website, yournewswire.com, in April, Hillary Clinton and former Clinton aide Huma Abedin were filmed ripping off a child's face and wearing it as a mask before drinking the child's blood in a satanic ritual sacrifice. And that video was then found on the hard drive of Abedin's former husband, Anthony Weiner, under the codename Frazzle Drip. Okay. That's where it got um, Frazzle Drip, huh? Yeah. And that was in a in a folder entitled insurance or insurance mm-hmm. policy or something like that. You remember all that? Mm-hmm. 
uh, which here's the thing. To me, it, it all kind of goes hand in hand with that whole Pizzagate thing, and there's here's the thing that I don't understand. These motherfuckers say it's all fake and it's all bullshit and and none of this exists, but yet there's so many angles and so many oddities about the whole Pizzagate thing. With all these, none of this shit was talked about or thought about until the John Podesta. And Hillary emails yeah, we came out. Mm-hmm. This is where it all started. And since then, it's it's just been, you know, it just gets deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper. And, and the weird thing is you can connect all these things back to actual things, like the fact that they keep talking about hot dogs and walnuts and all this shit. And then you go look at the FBI, their own fucking manuals on pedophiles, and hot dog and walnut and all these different things have alternate meanings which is right. a, a a female child a a mexican child and, and you know uh pizza is a is a whatever a hot dog is a young boy mm-hmm. like these are code words and these are when you read it in that well context yeah. from the fbi thing into those emails all of a sudden it makes more sense than what they're talking about like n- nobody fucking Emails about having a delicious hot dog mm-hmm. or uh, four delicious hot dogs. Right. Like, you would never send me a text talking about that. Well, you may send me a text and say, hey, we're having a game night. You're going to order pizza. Yeah, that's it. That would be the extent of it. Not, um, uh, you know, and then there's that other uh, email where they're talking about uh, literally providing children for a hot tub party. Yeah. And ho- I mean, th- here's the thing. All that shit in those emails has then spawned all this other shit. And clearly there's something going on with, uh, there was weird shit with that Anthony Weiner guy. He was fucking texting his dick to a bunch mm-hmm. of teenagers. He has a file on his computer called insurance, that's titled insurance. And supposedly it had all this shit that basically was kind of like blackmail. It was going to keep him alive mm-hmm. because of what was in this folder. You know right, what I mean? Right. Uh, it makes perfect sense, and you can say it's bullshit, fake, and all this, but there's too much weird shit with all this. So this is why I start to wonder how much of it is actually true and how much of it isn't. Um, I like how that right there says Snopes says it was. Uh, well, it, if Snopes could, I know. At one time, if Snopes said something positive about a Republican and negative about a Democrat. I may start giving them a little bit of credibility, but you won't find it, which clearly there's a bias there because not every single Republican is good or bad, mm-hmm. but not every Democrat is good or bad. Or bad. Mm-hmm. The problem is you won't find a single good Republican thing and you won't find a single bad or a Democratic thing on their website. That is a bias. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, uh, I so the fact that anybody goes there for any fucking truth is ridiculous i would rather go through as many uh alternative news sources whether it's bullshit or not i don't know but interesting it makes you wonder if this is really like happened with george soros i don't know well um, remember we said way back when that uh hillary clinton was on those fucking prison ships that's why she didn't tweet forever oh yeah that was part of what this guy oh that's where i was going with all this so this guy was talking about this tape and whatever, and then uh, 
was going to come on and do an interview mm-hmm. with us. So then I, I had you come out here. We had another person that just kind of wanted to sit in and listen. Wasn't going to say anything in studio. We sat here for like two hours and kind of waited and, and you know, I'd even Nothing. confirmed just right before yeah. we were going to do it, like in 20 minutes they were going to call in and we waited and we waited and we waited. And, uh, and through all this, they basically had told me that, yeah, that Hillary was on there. There hadn't been any tweets in, you know, for however long. And the reason for that was because she was on this, these boats in this prison, whatever. Uh, there's been video of her or pictures of her with an ankle bracelet. So clearly there's something to that because you don't just wear a fucking ankle bracelet for the hell of it. Right. You know, unless it's a fucking machine that's helping her walk like a, you know, I don't know. You tell me, why would Hillary Clinton have a fucking ankle bracelet? Why has she got a, uh, same thing with John McCain. He had the the boot because he broke his fucking foot, yet it was on a different leg at at multiple different times. Well, you don't break your fucking right ankle or break your right foot. And then wear the boot on your left foot. It makes no sense. No. Supposedly, the reason that was done is because it was hiding the ankle bracelet to not tip off people that oh he's got the broken foot. No, he didn't have a broken foot. He was hiding a fucking ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. Then Hillary's seen with a fucking uh, same kind of a boot, probably hiding an ankle bracelet. I mean, yeah. here's the thing: there's too much weird shit. And then probably something you've never even heard of or seen, but. If you take, go look at all these elites, George Soros, all these fucking people, uh, presidents, the Pope, all these people, and, uh, they all have, I think it's their, to their, I think it's their left eye. They all have pictures of them with black eyes, a left black eye. Their left eye has, like, a black eye. Hmm. And then, and there's this weird oddity, like billionaires. You just take, like, uh, Richard Branson, all these fucking people, all these people that are, would be considered elite and Google, Google their name and put in black eye. And they all seem to have a picture with a black eye. And don't you think that's kind of odd? It's very strange because does a picture exist with you with an actual black eye, Dave? No, yeah, because you've never been, maybe you've been hitting the black in your, in your eye, but you've not said, Oh, I got to take a picture of this and put it on the internet. But uh, yet all these fucking elite people do so then you look into it and supposedly it's some sort of one of these like uh rituals where uh you go there it's one of these things we've talked about it and who knows if it's fucking true um but part of this ritual is like you go there you you have to like uh kill a kid like you have to physically kill the kid and then you have to like do whatever and part of it is you get hit in the fucking eye it's like initiating you and this is all filmed supposedly and then it's used as blackmail but part of this is then you have to like you have this black eye you just get hit in the one eye it's not like they fucking beat the shit out of you You get hit once in the eye and it's going to give you a black eye you just got hit in the fucking eye um but what they're saying is every single one of these people so they're 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 covered to say well, well yeah it is kind of weird that all these elite people would have this just their left eye blackened so their their cover to this is well they all had LASIK surgery. Mm. And I don't know about you, Dave, but my grandma had LASIK surgery, no black eyes. She had it on both eyes at the exact same time, no black eyes. I would say Double T had it and had no black eyes. So so I don't know if you can say that it only elite people seem to get a black eye when they have LASIK surgery, and they're all only getting their left eye fixed. How come no pictures of the right eye? 
The point is, it's bullshit. It's a it's a bad cover, mm-hmm. but there's clearly something going on with this whole black eye thing. Yeah. You can say it's bullshit all day long, but the fact that they're probably involved in some sort of weird, satanic, child-eating, murdering... I mean, all that shit's real. I'm sorry, it is. Whether people want to believe it or not, it is. This shit happens. This shit exists. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and this shit's just slowly seeping out. The problem is getting people that can't even believe that the moon landing was faked to buy into even... This is probably even more insane. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... At a certain point, I understand why people are like... Dude, it's too much. I just want to go back to my football and live in fantasy land. Right. Pull that pic- pull a couple of pictures up. Oh, the black eyes? Yeah. I'm curious. I actually have them all on my phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. It's really weird, dude. Oh, of course. Why would you put Okay, when you search it, why would a guitar come up? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Bullshit. All right. Um, so there's. Well, I don't think that's a good one. That's not a very good example. So here's. I don't know who this guy is. There's John Kerry, John McCain, Bush, the Pope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Odd how it's just their left eye. Yeah. Um,. Uh, I forget that guy's name. He's a fucking reporter. There's the Pope. There's Robert Downey Jr. Ben Affleck. There's... Um, Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell. Um, now, see, these one, this one here, these two here are their right eye, unless they've done a flip of the picture. Right. Another one of John McCain. Um, Richard Branson. Of course, these same guys. I don't know who the fuck that is. It's weird that it's all the left eye. Never the fucking right eye. Uh, John Stamos. Kanye West. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bowie. Whoever this fucking guy is. There's uh, what's her name. She actually looks like she's in a hospital. Bowie's a right eye, though. The the thing is, you have to go back and find the actual original picture and see if it's flip flopped. Yeah. If it's one of those flip yeah. things. Yeah, there's Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Um, was that Gosling? Gosling yeah. Sandler. Um, that Perez yeah. Hilton guy. I don't think that's a very good one. The, the, well, that's not really showing a black eye, but. Um, it's interesting. Now, if you go and and put in, all right, Kanye Black Eye, how do you get it? Now, every single one of these, here, here, I'll, let's just do a little, a quick little thing. Oh, hit his head, head on the Pope Mobile when it came to an abrupt stop. Now, do you believe that for a second? Does that even sound logical? No. Well, then, if he did, there shouldn't be a fucking video, because isn't pretty much his entire, mm-hmm. everything he does on video? Yeah. You'll never see the video of it. <laughs> but that's how the Pope got his. Who else? Who else was in these fucking pictures? Steve Buscemi. 
No, let's do a politician. Let's start. Right. Let's start there. Let's do Bush. George Bush Black Eye. All right. Um Let's see here. Can we just get the fucking That's not it. Oh, scroll up. Um the black eye for Bush the independent. What's that one say? All right. Let's see here. President George Bush was sporting a black eye yesterday after being on the losing end of a Christmas Day snowball fight with his grandchildren at Camp David Camp David Presidential Retreat. So very likely. Do you believe a snowball hit you in the eye to the point they would give you a black eye? Mm-mm. It just seems Okay, so there's that. Let's continue. Because all of these things are going to sound like bullshit. Let's do John Kerry next. We'll go down the list. But, I mean, you could say, yeah, hitting your head in your Popemobile would give you a black eye. uh, Getting hit with a fucking snowball would give you a black eye. John Kerry's black eyes and nose broken at White House. Uh, let's see. Playing hockey. So John Kerry, his old ass, is playing hockey and breaks his fucking nose and gets a black eye. Yeah, I don't Do you so. believe that for a second, nope, dude? No, nope, nope. I, I mean, <laughs> let me see him in a fucking hockey get up then. Yeah. Where in the fuck are the pictures of him playing hockey? Oh, we don't have one, so we'll show Obama holding a fucking Boston Bruins jersey. Well, that doesn't tell me that John Kerry was actually oh, playing yeah. hockey. It does. That definitely shows it's, that. That proves it right there. If John Kerry, <laughs> who's a fucking politician, is playing hockey, where in the fuck is a picture? Yep. Somebody has to have a picture of it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't exist because it's not, not true. true. What who about else we uh, got? McCain. John McCain. That's who we're going to look up next. Who, if you remember from a few episodes ago, um, we talked about the uh, how he was basically put to death through military tribunal and mm-hmm. then was put as a, um, what, that he was, uh, that he just died. Uh, he had surgery to remove a blood clot from above his eye. Yeah, okay. So that's how he got a black eye, if you believe that. Richard Branson, we'll go with him next. Now, his is from a bike accident, okay? Um, his life flashed before his eyes. Uh, he thought he was going to die. Um, but ironically, he thought he was going to die. He, he he got in a bike accident, yet no other injuries, just a black eye. Uh, it seems a little nonsensical. Now, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Something like I don't know who this guy is, but about Downey Jr. 
Robert Downey Jr. Black guy. Oops. Rockbird. Well, we got it. Uh, no, we didn't get it. We're getting when Robert Downey Jr. did blackface in that one movie. <laughs> Let's see here. Doesn't seem to be anything specifically discussing nope. his black eye and how he got it. All right, you want to do a Steve Buscemi? Now, here's the thing. Let's not say that every single time somebody in Hollywood or whatever has a black eye that it's from this. But you'll find it strange that so many of them, it always seems to be the left eye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um doesn't seem to be anything. It's nope. all talking about his Crazy Eyes character. Yeah. So nothing on that. Not That's not to say that they're involved specifically. Let's look up, uh, what's her name again? Um, Is that Lady Goo Goo? No. She was in the Austin Powers movie, the first one. The fuck is her name? She used to be famous. She's not really famous anymore. I don't know her name. Uh, shit. I was hoping this would have a fucking name. Prince Philip? Is that who? That's got to be. Yeah. Prince Philip. All right, let's look up Prince Philip. I think I put too many L's in his name there. Black Eye. Let's see. Sporting a badly bruised eye at reception. Okay. Well, how'd he get it? Oh, he, Prince Philip woke up with Black Eye. Yeah, because how many times, Dave, have you just woke up with a black eye? Oh, all the time. I woke up on this morning and uh, took a shower, and it's gone now. Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, maybe it's makeup, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so that's ridiculous. Oh, scroll down. It says crazy conspiracy theorists suggest dozens of celebs. And so this is part of it. Is this telling you about what we're talking about right now? Probably. Fake bruise, crazy conspiracy suggests dozens of celebs, including royals and the Pope, appeared in public with black eyes after secret Illuminati rituals. That's what it is. Actors, musicians, politicians, and even the Pope have all been snapped with shiners recently. Yeah, that was the thing. All of these happened all right around the same time. Sparking claims they are members of a secret society. Nutty conspiracy theorists have claimed celebrities with black left eyes are making themselves out as members of the Illuminati. Uh, which just repeats itself. Um, uh, conspiracy theorists claim Illuminati recruits are forced to eat pain during high-level initiation rituals. They claim bruised left eyes, known as Illuminati shiners, are marks given to those who have scaled their way to the top of the sinister organization. Radio host Sherry Schreiner, who wrote Interview with the Devil, said, You cannot be on TV now without signing on the dotted line. The bizarre recurrence of facial bruises on Illuminati politicians and entertainers has resulted in speculation that their souls have been replaced in a satanic ritual called soul scalping. Um, Oh, there. George W. Bush was hit in the face with a microphone. Robert Downey Jr., he just had one in 2005. Uh, What the fuck is her name? Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, okay. uh, Signified her rise to the top of the Illuminati. Uh, David Bowie. He had one in 2005 as well. Oh. Strange that him and Downey Jr. 
Both had one in the same year. Mm. Who's this guy? Harry Reid had an accident in the gym. Okay. So that's how he got his black eye, ironically. Prince Andrew showed off a shiner at a funeral last year. Shriner, who died last year, claimed one of the world's leaders all claimed the all of the world's leaders have been soul scalped. She also claimed to have been able to speak to the devil. <laughs> Among the celebs to have sported black eyes over the years are Adam Sandler, Prince Philip, George W. Bush, and Elizabeth Hurley. Prince Andrew showed off one in twenty seventeen while Prince Philip reportedly woke up with one the one morning in twenty thirteen. There's Adam Sandler's. Uh there's Perez Hilton. He said his was punched by a band manager. Um, Pope Francis claimed his was the result of hitting his head in the Pope mobile. Um, gossip columnist Perez Hilton claimed a black eye was given to him by Polo Molina, the manager of the Black Eyed Peas. Pope Francis had a bad eye cut last year, which he attributed to an accident in the Pope mobile. And George W. Bush claimed he had been hit in the face by a microphone stand during a speech. So which is it? Did your grandkids hit you with a snowball or a microphone? Yeah. So <laughs> there you have a conflicting story as to how he got his. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think, Dave? T- to me, it seems like, okay, I could buy this bullshit that all these weird things just happen to happen to all these fucking people. It's not even just them. You have, that didn't even list all of them. There's right. a lot, dude. Yeah. Um one thing I was going to do one of these times is I was going to take even like, uh, I bet you could find the uh, the guy that, uh, Zuckerberg, I bet you he's got a picture of a left black eye. I bet yeah. you you could find one of the Twitter CEO, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Steve uh, Jobs? Uh, maybe Steve Jobs. I bet you could start looking at all these billionaires and just type in their name and put black eye. Or do, do Bill Gates, black eye. Whatever. And, and see, who knows? I mean... That that is one thing I wanted to do at some point. So yeah, let's maybe let's start that. Bill Gates black eye. Okay. Does not appear to have a picture of a black eye. No. Anywhere. Okay. So there's one. I've already been proven wrong. <laughs> Alright, let's try uh Zuckerfuck. What's his first name? Mark. Mark, that's right. Zucker, is it B-U-R-G? Yeah, sure. Or B-E-R-G. Zuckerberg, black eye. Damn, he's got a huge one. That's not real. That's a fake picture. He's got weird eyes, though. You ever looked at him? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's funny. Okay. What was funny? He's got the extra pad to make him sit higher oh, at the desk. I didn't notice that. Okay. It does not appear as though there's any. Okay. Now let's do, this is the Amazon owner, Jeff Bezos. That's fake, right? Or is that? Yeah, I think it's fake. Yeah, because there would be another picture of it otherwise. Oh, let's try Hillary. I'm sure Bill Clinton has. I wish that was real. Yeah, I wish both those two were real. Um, thing is, if there was one of Hillary, I, I would almost attribute it to all the time she's fallen down. Mm-hmm. Like, you could almost oh, at a certain point. Do Britney Spears. Hang on. I'm going to do Bill real quick. 
Uh, Britney Spears, you say? Yeah. She had her little fucking meltdown. Oh, yeah. Katy Perry. You could do her. I don't see any. What are they doing with this picture here? Which one? This one. They're, like, focusing in on it, but... Um, the other thing is... Oh, who's that? T.I.? That's not T.I. Who the fuck is that? Oh, it's not T.I. Because T.I. is black rapper. This is a yeah. white chick. It's Pharrell. Jay-Z. Um, here's the thing. I, I think part of that whole um, ritual or whatever the fuck it is that these people were getting their black eyes, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think... It's one of those things. See, I don't know. Is it? Is it? Well, we, you know, this has happened now. Now you have to go out in public with it, or is it the fact that some of these people had their ritual, their the ceremony where they were going to get initiated, but then they all they just happened to have an event right afterward where they still had the black eye. Where a lot of these people maybe don't have a, they don't schedule any appearances right. for so long, long enough for it to, to heal. Because, I mean, you could go disappear into your house for two weeks, and your black eye is going to be gone, and right. nobody would ever know. Right. There's always that. Or, it, literally, every single one of these black eyes could be the ridiculous explanations that they are, and and that just is what it is. I, personally, not buying it. don't believe it. I be, have a... I don't know. It's just odd. That's all. It's odd. Here, let's do uh, the Black Eye Club. Oh, there you go. All right, this is what this website says. Although not officially an organization at all, the Black Eye Club refers to a growing number of politicians, celebrities, business elites, and heads of state who have suddenly and mysteriously wound up with black eyes. Although a few of them have sustained injuries to their right eye, the majority occur on the left. Among those who have succumbed to this affliction are George Bush, Kanye West, and the Pope. Now, there could be something to that. Maybe people that get the left eye have one level, have earned one level of initiation, people with the right eye a different level. Who, there could be a reason for it. I don't know. Um, anyways, the article continues. But why is why this current and periodic rash of black eyes? And why has this phenomenon disproportionately afflicted people of considerable power and influence, even allowing for our modern 24-hour news cycle and tabloid cell phone camera culture up until the year 2000, I can't recall any publicly recognizable figures having black eyes. It would appear that there are two main categories within the Black Eye Club, those seated firmly into positions of government-slash-politics and those in the entertainment-slash-Hollywood. Are there others in the fields of science and military? I'm sure there, there are. Theories as to this strange phenomenon are abuzz on the Internet and range from secret society ritual, which involves striking the participant in the head, to alien abduction and soul scalping in order to replace our world leaders with alien consciousness. Uh, Another theory holds that it is a form of punishment used as a sort of check and balance within secret societies, and still other theories lean towards the implementation of life extension technologies or preparatory surgeries for off-world travel. A less extreme theory holds that the phenomenon is nothing more than the entertainment industry capitalizing on the public's recent enlightenment of the existence of the Illuminati. 
but let's assume for a moment this is only media marketing. This would mean that the entertainment industry is using a cult ritual to manipulate people into certain behavior and consciousness. The end result is the same, and the fact that most every successful pop and rap artist use Illuminati sim- symbology in their act openly telegraphs the ritual. Uh, people can pretend it's like a game, but if you're acting out a ritual, you are very much indeed participating in a ritual. A ritual which permeates the hierarchical tiers of the entertainment industry and obviously defines success. Uh, Official explanation. uh, George Bush choked on a pretzel, fainted, and fell off the couch and hit the floor. So there's a whole... That's a third uh, fucking excuse we've gotten for George W. Bush. According to Dr. Abdul Giwa, an emergency room doctor at St. Lutz Roosevelt Hospital, the president likely fell victim to vasovagal syndrome, a rare occurrence in which the vagus nerve, which regulates heart rate, is, is stimulated and the signal slows the heart. Victims can pass out and they often look pale afterward. It can be brought on by a number of causes, usually stress, but also swallowing something, Giwa said. As food goes down through the esophagus, it passes by the vagus nerve. The event happened at 5.35 p.m. Note that 5.35 reduces to the number 13. Yeah. Okay, so Bush has got hit by a fucking snowball. He choked on a pretzel and fell and hit his head. And then what was the other one? A microphone hit him. So which one was it, Bush? Or did you have three separate black eyes? I don't know. Harry Reid. Official explanation. Slipped and fell while running in the rain. Also suffered a dislocated shoulder. Now, that's the second one for him, right? Didn't it say something else in that other website? It didn't say him slipped and fell. No, I don't remember what it said for him. But it said something else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Harry Reid's second eye energy. Oh, maybe this was the second one. Uh, this was his right eye. Multiple bones around the eye. Loss of eyesight. Broken ribs. Concussion. Official explanation. I know there are a lot of rumors as to what happened, but that's very simple. My wife and I were in our new home. I was doing exercises that I've been doing for many years with those large rubber bands, and uh, one of them broke and spun me around, and I crashed into these cabinets and injured my eye. Okay, so that's a different version. No, that was the one where he got hurt while working out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's two black eyes, and those are the explanations. It's just this explanation gets labeled with this picture. Right. I've not seen this picture, though. So there's two. John Kerry. Uh, official explanation. Black eyes received from uh, sustaining a broken nose while playing ice hockey. Okay. Prince Andrew. Official explanation. Palace refused to comment. <laughs> okay. John McCain. Official explanation. Mayo Clinic surgeons took out the 5-centimeter blood clot during a minimally invasive craniotomy with an eyebrow incision, according to Mayo Clinic Hospital statement released by McCain's office. And then he had brain cancer or something like that, and then that's why he eventually died. Uh, Michael Noonan. Ooh, that's a big one. Official explanation. The Department of Finance stated that Noonan underwent eye surgery but refused to elaborate further. Dr. Gray diagnosed he had a unilateral exophthalmos or proptosis, otherwise known as bulging of the eye. This was supposedly his second surgery on his eye in a couple years. Okay. Prince Philip. Official explanation, the palace gave a press release that he just woke up with the black eye. Yeah. That's completely ridiculous. Uh, Oh. Um, 
So that's, I wonder if this was before. Oh, that's April 2013. He just woke up with one. February 2015, no explanation given. That one's even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, Pope Francis, official explanation, hit his face on the Pope Mobile. Um, Pope Benedict the, let's see, 10, 16. From October 2017, the official explanation, the Pope fell. That's how he got his. Madonna, 1998. Madonna's publicist, Liz Rosenberg, said she was playing peekaboo with her baby. I'm almost embarrassed to tell you about it because it sounds so cute, but that's what happened. She went on to explain that she was bouncing her 18-month-old daughter, Lourdes, on her lap when the child's head smacked into the bone under her eye. Okay. Kanye West in April 2014. Official explanation got punched in a random game of knockout after leaving a nightclub. Kelly Osborne, August 2008. Official explanation. The contents of her cupboard fell out and on top of her head. Robert Downey Jr., December 2012. Official explanation. No explanation was given. Ryan Gosling, May 2009. Official explanation. Makeup. However, he sustained another black eye when hit by Harrison Ford in a stunt gone wrong while filming Blade Runner years later. So that's makeup. His nose looks fucking fucked there, too. Good job with the makeup, if that's true. Richard Branson. Official explanation. The entrepreneur was cycling in the dark on Virgin Gorda, one of the British Virgin Islands, with his children when he hit a bump in the road, causing him to be flung over his handlebars. If you buy that. Lady Gaga, June 2012. Official explanation. Got hit in the face with a pole during a performance. John Stamos, May 2008. Special explanation, kickboxing accident. Justin Bieber, January 2011. Official explanation, fighting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve Buscemi, 2001. Official explanation, barroom brawl. Reese Witherspoon, September 2011. Official explanation, involved in a car accident. Jamie Oliver, February 2012. Official explanation, fell down the stairs at his home. Ritual. The idea that these people are all taking part in a ritual is not at all far-fetched. Cults and societies exist and have existed since the dawn of time and are still very much alive. If you're not aware Mm -hmm. that this is happening, simply go to Catholic Mass and watch it unfold. In our modern culture, we've been desensitized to them in in since childhood when we were first put in front of a... You okay, Dave? Yeah, just the words don't make any sense, dude. Uh, we're first put in front of a television. We've seen them portrayed in cartoons and movies, and every once in a while it makes the news. Recently, the leaked video footage of the cremation of care ceremony at the Bohemian Grove. Before this, there was the skull and bones ritual, which took place in the courtyard filmed from the vantage point of the wall surrounding the compound. That's the one where uh, Alex Jones snuck into the cremation of care at Bohemian Grove. Um, I've never seen the Skull and Bones one. I'd like to watch that. Play it. Uh, I think it's hilarious that it's not even a secret that elites from all over the world have been engaging in rituals and ceremonies since the beginning of nation-states throughout all of history. Yet we believe that in today's world, they have somehow grown out of this practice and it has been replaced by oaths of office and public ceremonies. While these things do occur and have become part of the public show during the peaceable transitions of power... 
there are pipers to be paid beneath the public sphere of awareness. Those pipers being the organizations responsible for the assent of these candidates in the first place. If you still believe that presidents are elected and not chosen, I urge you to do your research. Checks and balances. We are aware of the checks and balances designed into the three branches of government here in the United States of America. Other countries, too, have systems in place which prevent tyranny. When first implemented, these governments worked quite well. However, as time marched on and those within secret societies learned how to game the system, the checks and balances have all but failed in any practical sense of their intended purpose. It has been theorized that the black eyes are a result of an internal power structure, checks and balances, warnings, or perhaps even rites of passage within what is generally referred to as the Illuminati. One could use the term globalist as well, I would think. Is there an organization so powerful that even the Pope and heads of monarchy are subject to its law? Some think so, and we have not been desensitized to this idea already. Think of the evil empire in Star Wars, the vast organization of Sauron and the Lord of the Rings, etc. Of course, this is fiction, but it forms the foundational reality of our subconscious. And whether or not we realize it, we pull from this foundation and use it in, in, use it in contrast to process and evaluate current events and information. Soul scalping. The term soul scalping was coined by Sherry Schreiner, although the idea had been around since the 1940s and portrayed in sci-fi classics such as The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The famous miniseries from the 1980s, V, also ran with the theme. With this theme, probably the most recent and accurate depiction of this theory, however, can be seen in the Stargate series. In the series, the Goa Uld, right? Sure. Are a parasitic race of ancient astronauts which integrate with their host. The resulting creature is a powerful race on a galactic conquest and domination largely without pity, compassion, or remorse. Sherry's belief is that the heads of state in Hollywood are elites are abducted and surgery is performed on their eye. This is a segment from her website. Quote, They take a slimy, skinny snake about six to eight inches long, grayish in color. It looks more like a long, slimy worm, and open the person's mouth and stick it down their throat. These reptile aliens work in groups. In true form, most of them are over six foot four tall. Uh, they watch and study the targeted person so they know all about them, and when they take over their brains and bodies, they literally can act and become that person. They even do this to their kids so the kids don't make a fuss that something's wrong with mommy or daddy because something's just not right about them. They don't care about destroying the lives of children. They're all cold and heartless, unemotional reptiles with no thought of love, compassion, or human emotions and sentiment. Those are emotions they have to learn to fake when they take over a human's body so they can blend in with society as a human. What they do is transform their entire being or conscious self into this proboscis and eject it off their head and then wiggle into the host, which is a human, and they enter into a person's eye. If they have help, the host's eyeball can be pulled out, and this proboscis can be put into the back of the eye, where it will then wiggle and spiral itself around the person's optical nerve, and it also takes control of the person's brain as well. Donald Marshall talks about this. He's part of Lucifer's Disclosure Project, where they are revealing all their methods, technology, and nefarious agendas to mankind. Jesus Christ. Wow, that's some pretty heavy stuff. It is. Uh, how she, that's what it says on the page. I'm not actually saying that, but it is some pretty heavy stuff. How she knows this, I'm not exactly sure, but there are quite a few people out there who are behind this theory. If I were making an argument for this theory, I would point to the web-slinging wasp, the jewel wasp, the lancet liver fluke, and the 
you you haplorchis californensis and hairworms. Uh, then there is Taxoplasma gondii, which is found a plenty in cats and already transfers to humans. All those parasites actively affect the behavior of its host in order to complete its reproductive cycle. Over 50% of people in developed nations believe in extraterrestrials. And if there are extraterrestrials, we have to assume that some of them may not be benevolent and themselves. Of course, I'm just brainstorming here, but it really isn't that big of a leap if one runs the numbers. Does the Black Eye Club have anything to do with all-seeing eye of the Illuminati? The British magazine ID famously adorns each one of their covers with a facial portrait of someone either covering their right eye or obscuring their left. This bi-monthly magazine is dedicated to fashion, music, art, and youth culture. What point are they trying to make? Is it just fun fashion and modern youth culture? That is interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I've never even heard of that magazine. Hmm. It is strange. There's straight up titties on the cover in that one. Uh, Kanye. Interesting. What about all the other hand hands covering one eye found all over entertainment and media? Yeah, that is strange. How many fucking celebrities have had pictures taken and they're all covering, you know, an eye? Like, I think there's different levels. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Um, and I think that's part of it. Like, you signal, hey, I want to be part of this by taking this picture. Or they tell you. Do a thing and take this picture. It has to be seen in some sort of thing because you're, you know what I mean? It's like a, it's weird. From fashion to art to music to design, clothing, and business, the covering of one eye has infiltrated nearly every niche of marketing in the world, and the target is always the next generation. <clears throat> it's even on our money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why now? But here's the important question. Why now? What changes in the late 90s that brought on this rash of black eyes in conjunction with the rise of the all-seeing eye of the Illuminati? We didn't have this in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s. No, this is a new phenomenon. Answer, the Internet. My guess is that the global elite had to step up their timeline. The Internet simply got away from them. As of 2017, they began reeling it back in through censorship of YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google, the four primary platforms on the Internet today. The Internet... Internet was supposed to replace the television just as television followed the radio and radio followed the newspaper and the newspaper followed the town halls. Only they lost control of it early. Ask any YouTube content creator about censorship and unless they're making cat videos or cooking tutorials, they will fill you in about shadow banning, subscription blackouts, and demonetization. By the way, I had demonetization and then complete removal from YouTube. So, yes, ask me about content creator censorship. The elite realized they could not control the flow of ideas, but they could control the exposure those ideas received and who ultimately came in contact with them. This is the current battleground. As the plans of the elite were brought into light, they were no longer permitted to operate in the shadows, so they simply changed tactics. I believe they began openly openly embracing their religion, throwing it back in the face of those who have been outing them, making a mockery of the whole thing while continuing to operate at full speed. It's obvious to me that the rise of the all-seeing eye of the Illuminati and the black eyes we've been seeing since the mid-90s or is simply the conscious and unconscious programming of the society to desensitize them to what is coming. In fact, I would go so far as to say that it is part of the ritual and draws in energy which they harness and use for their own ends. Whatever is causing these black eyes, one thing is a fact. 
They are not hiding them, but are instead flaunting them. If this seems far out there to you, it may be because you've you never have been you've never been exposed to this material. It may be that you live in a world of football, office parties, and barbecues. Funny that you always say football. Well, because it's what it is. I mean, it may be that you are one of the many hundreds of millions who have, who Jesus. who have been successfully kept from this ancient occultic science and believe it is fantasy. My only issue with all this shit is that people don't go back and read what the fuck they wrote. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do, but they just keep missing the same fucking word over and over again, so then I have to fucking add it in so it doesn't sound stupid. All right. It is hard to see your prison walls when your prison is 1,000 miles across. There are many prisons, mental prisons, spiritual prisons, the prison of fear, and the prison of a reality which has been constructed for you since birth. Interesting article. I dig it. So, there you go. There's one thing I wasn't planning on getting into today. Mm -hmm. The Black Eye Club. It makes you wonder, though. It really makes, makes me wonder. Yeah. Why the fuck all these people just seem to have black eye? Oh, George Soros has black eye picture, too, by the way. I've seen it. As one person we didn't look up, though. Um, so, yeah. I don't know, Dave. What do you think? I think there's something to it. There's got to be. You know? So, there's that. I think a lot of this shit that they put out as fake news and all this, it's you know, when I say they, I'm talking about like CNN. If CNN mm-hmm. says it's fake, it's probably real. Right. If you look at a, a lot of the things, um, well, I'll save that for another time. I was in another fucking hour. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, say n- no to all this shit, but I also don't say 100% yes. But right. some of it seems a little odd. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that, uh, I'm not going to completely just disregard because Snopes says false or CNN says, well, that's conspiracy, that's fake news. No, anything that comes out of CNN is probably bullshit. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting that people still watch that shit and believe what they yeah. hear or read. Yeah. Uh, and what, maybe everything that all this black eye, all this bullshit, George Soros things, bullshit, and he's not really rough. Maybe it is bullshit, but I don't know. It makes sense. There's certain things that fit an interesting puzzle, mm-hmm. and and I think once you can break that, um, you have. Here's the thing: you have to be able to. Say, okay, maybe what I was taught in school as a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grader isn't all true. Maybe the moon landing was bullshit. Maybe 9-11 was not what they say it is. Maybe JFK wasn't what they say it is. If you can break yourself from that and start to open your mind and and think other things, you'll eventually crack that where you'll start seeing things completely differently. Overall, not to say that you've gone nutty, but you'll start to see it for what it is and you'll stop. You'll start reading between the lines rather than the what they're trying to tell you. And uh, you feel more enlightened. But yet the problem here is that then the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And some people just aren't ready for that or don't want that, unfortunately. 
they would make sure both. They would like to stay at their football entertainment level, mm-hmm. and that's it. They just want to enjoy their fucking football. Their ostriches, dude. Their football and their fucking Oscars. That's what they want. Ostriches. Yeah. Keep their head in the sand. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't either. I've gone too far. So I just have to keep going down this path. It would be nice. And there there has been times I've actually literally thought to myself, maybe I should just fucking stop and just go with it. Just go with the fucking flow. Who gives a shit? The moon landing's real. Whatever. It is what it is. And and just be into football and all that. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like at that point, like, it's such a fake life. Do I really want to live in a fake life? Even though yeah. it, it might be easier, it's not interesting, though, to me. Football is not interesting. The Oscars used to be, like, that was my goal. I want to make a movies. I, I want to be, I want to have all that. I, I like to have the money and, and, and make movies, but I don't even, like, the desire isn't even to make a movie that wins an Oscar. Maybe it is still for you. Mm. It's not, though. I, I would rather make something that's interesting to me than add a bunch of fucking uh, explosions or whatever that wins a fucking thing. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. It's like the, the whole allure of Hollywood and all that has just, it's been lost upon me. And I don't have that anymore. It's just not interesting. Because it's a fake illusion. Because it's fake. And I think that's what it really is. It's fake. Yep. Like once you realize what's how much shit is bullshit, your your whole interest, your whole life changes. Not to say it's bad, it just changes. Mm-hmm. You start to see it in people too. You know what I mean? A lot, oh, yeah. of, a lot of people, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what people see about me. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're like, that guy's that guy's a fucking weirdo. You know? I don't know. Maybe I'd rather be a weirdo than a. Yeah, it'd really be different than me the same. Yeah. So, anyways, till next time, eh? All right, man. Uh, yeah.
please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search D2R Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. question comment or concern 872-242-8311 or maybe you just like to hear your voice instead of ours 872-242-8311 then call the d2r podcast network hotline at usa chat 311 that's 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 no matter the time or day you can call 24 7 and operators will be standing by 872-242-8311 your call is important to us 872-242-8311 so once again usa chat 311 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 Hello everyone. If your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening.